another juicy episode for you this week. We are going to be talking to the mold hound. Victoria is amazing when it comes to mold. She went through her own personal journey through severe mold exposure, which we talk about in this episode. And she gives you some tidbits of what her journey was like, what that was like in the medical system, how testing ended up being her saving grace for realizing that it was mold and the protocols that she used to come through it. Her story is very inspiring for anybody who has experienced mold toxicity and mold illness. You know what it can be like to not have a voice, to not feel heard, and to honestly feel crazy in your head that what's going on in your body is actually true. So buckle up for today's episode and you're really going to enjoy it. You're going to love everything that Victoria has to offer. All right, guys. So I'm really excited. We have Victoria on the podcast today. She is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to mold, pesticides, you name it, herbal medicine. So I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. And I'm really excited to tell everyone your story because I've gone through your page. Your page is amazing. And guys, I'm going to have her page in the show notes so you can check it out too. Um, But I want to start off with your story with mold because like many of us um, who have gone through our mold journey, there was, you know, the mold exposure and then going through lines of professionals that didn't necessarily know what was going on. So in your words, what was that like for you? And kind of tell everyone what you went through. Um, So... This is like, uh, like I always say, it's the club you'd ever want to be part of, but it's a great club to be in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so I, I was fairly healthy, you know, growing up. I mean, you know, everyone has their issues here and there, but um, I got married and I got, you know, I s- started having kids and my health just slowly started declining. And I kind of attributed it to, you know, just having a baby, you know, your nutrient deficient and all of that stuff. But my health was kind of, I would say I had a lot of friends that were moms and it was a bit weirder than everyone else's, you know, it wasn't just the fatigue, like I would get heart palpitations, I would get tingling all over. Um, I was like running to the bathroom all the time, you know, but so I, it took me a second to understand that it was something else going wrong other than just, you know, classic motherhood, because every time I went to the doctors, that's kind of what they kept telling me. Like, it's, you know, you just had a baby and it's, you probably have some postpartum depression. And I'm like, I don't feel depressed, but my body's not doing so hot. right. Right. So, um, it took me a second. And then, you know, once already my second baby was already a year, year and a half, um, you're already out of that stage. And my symptoms just kept plummeting. I was at the point where, you know, for me, making a sandwich was difficult. Like I would make a sandwich and I would sit on the floor in my kitchen and I would just be like breathing, like, you know, so heavily because I'm so out of breath and it was just the simplest tasks. And, you know, within months I got to the point where I was like bed bound. I, you know, I was tired all the time. I was having a lot of neurological issues, head pressures, um, tingling all over my body, heart palpitations, horrible GI issues. Like, it's hard for me to talk about the symptoms because when people are like, Oh, what symptoms do you have? I actually recorded it. And I had about 150 total from beginning to end, but through a day I could have at least easy 20 symptoms. Like that was not something that, you know, I, I remember it like yesterday I was driving to the store feeling completely normal and about five minutes into the road, all of a sudden I feel like I'm, you know, losing consciousness and I'm calling my husband and he's like, what street are you on? And I'm driving and I'm like, I'm almost home. And I'm like, yeah. dying. And like, I, I, you know, and then I'd like fall on the floor and it, it was, 
you can't, I don't think you can fully put into words. And I think most people with a mold story, um, with most illnesses right now, you can't, you know, you basically put this huge story into this five minute thing where it was my life just plummeting and going in circles. And I had no idea what was happening. And I went to like 30 something specialists and Mm -hmm. I, I was tested for rare diseases. I was tested for cancers and autoimmunes and everything. And at one point already, I remember one of my doctors was like, if you ever figure it out, can you give me a call? Like, I'm actually curious about you. Like I became this mess mystery, you know? Right. Um, And I recall even asking one of my doctors about mold because I mean, we all know about it. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not like it's this taboo subject that nobody knew about, but it's not something I knew that can cause this amount of symptoms. You know, I was always told it was respiratory or something like that. And plus, when you have no mold that you can see in your house, I mean, so, I, yeah. you know, that that was never really an afterthought until I got to the point where, I mean, I, as I said, I had so many symptoms going on. I, I couldn't function. I was just not functioning. And at some points, I already thought I was going to die. Like, I mm-hmm. remember thinking my kids were going to lose their moms. I was, I don't think you can prepare for that, but I definitely had those moments where I was like, should I start writing letters? Should I, you know, should I start having some kind of backup plan? Should I start talking to family members and telling them what to do if anything happens to me? Like, because Mm. I mean, you're, you're basically dying. Like it's, it kills your body. I mean, so I, I got to that point. And then I remember we went on a trip and I lost eyesight in my eye and it was just out of nowhere, just kind of gone. And that's kind of the point where I think a lot of the doctors were like, when I came back and I'm like, I can't see, um, they were like, okay, this isn't in her head. <laughs> Something's going on, you know, and again, the mm-hmm. testing started and everything. And still I got no answers. It was just, you have to live with this, you know, maybe it's just, you know, maybe you have overstressed system and all of this stuff. And, um, and then I remember a friend told me again about mold and uh, I was, you know, I was weary of it because I had already had asked doctors about it. They said no. And, I just decided to test myself. I'm like, you know, at this point, what do I have left to lose? And I and I felt like something else was going on. I mean, once again, um, you do get to a point where you want to give up, yeah. but you also have that fight inside you, at least for me, where like, I just felt like, you know, for me, God kept telling me, keep going, you know, this isn't, this isn't it. Right. And uh, I got tested and my levels were just off the charts. <laughs> and you know, as, you, as you know, if you can take a me. Um, if you take a mycotoxin urine test, you know, it could be from previous exposures because that's the one I did. Yep. So we kind of were like, okay, is it from a previous exposure? Is it from now? But I was working with an ND that was, you know, a close friend of mine. And she was like, look, with these kind of levels, with how you're feeling, I would test your home. Mm-hmm. So we got, you know, two inspect, three inspectors come out to our home. And I was like, can you guys, you know, is it there? And they all kept telling me, no, we have a clean home. Um, our house was a foreclosed home. So when we bought it, it was just, you know, white paint, beautiful home, you know, empty. Um, and we did have a mold inspection. I know that's the main question. Everyone was like, you didn't get it mold inspected. We did. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't find it. (laughs) And, um, so we had that and, but I kept feeling that something was wrong. Like we just, you know, you have that gut feeling and intuition. Like, yeah, intuition. And everybody thought we were just crazy at that point. We we didn't even tell most people what we were doing because you kind of even feel like you're going crazy because you can't. Yeah. At this point, we didn't find it yet. So, like, we don't know if it's there. But I'm like, you know, I kept 
I kept telling him like something's off every time I'm in this house I don't feel mm-hmm. good we'd go on vacation I'd feel not great but I'd feel much better so a friend of ours told us about a mole dog which you know we were like right. oh, what yeah <laughs> <laughs> we were we were so desperate at that point that I mean I was living I actually even considered living in a tent at one point like in, on my deck because I was like I, I don't know what to do already I was I was so desperate um so we got the mole dog to fly out and you know we didn't know what we were gonna find and at first he just kept sitting down and pointing everywhere and um, I remember the inspector was like you know stop like what are you doing stop stopping everywhere and we're, right. we're, we're confused and he's like I didn't he was telling us later he's like I didn't realize that he was showing me that it's everywhere like it was just everywhere and right. he's like uh, he's like I got confused at first so when we started opening up the, we moved into an RV, we put it okay. right next to our house and yeah. we moved to this like little RV and we kind of went down. Okay. We're going to start ripping apart the walls and see what's, you know, if there's something there, like we we put, you know, tape everywhere where he stopped and, and it was everywhere. Uh-huh. It was riddled. And then we had a neighbor later on tell us that the house actually got fully flooded the okay. whole bottom floor because I guess a pipe burst. Um, when some the other guy moved out and it was empty and you know I had that's another question everyone's like your neighbors didn't tell you well when they came into the house it was clean and white when they got to see it so they thought you know they saw the companies come in they thought it was taken care of right it was never a a subject so you know when they told us that we were like okay (laughs) we have a problem yeah ripping apart walls and it was just everywhere it was all the walls it was all the ceilings it was just it was everywhere. Every color you could possibly think of. Yeah. I mean, your your body will tell you. Like, and when I say when I see mold, like, I mean, your, your story is very, very similar to mine. Like, same kind of thing with a house that was, like, rebuilt, but they didn't actually – they just covered up the mold. They had, like, black mold in the basement. So it was, like, very, very similar things. And I know on your page, too, like, the first things that doctors were saying to you was, like, panic attacks, right? Like, anxiety and panic yeah. attacks. And I had the same thing. I got panic attacks or, like, I was driving and I was getting panic attacks and I'm like, this is really odd because I've never had panic attacks before. But like, you just feel like you're having a heart attack when you're driving, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, very like similar timeline, very similar thing. But it took me a long time to figure out what it was. Like, at least you got to the root to it. I would say like pretty fast. Like I know it took you time, but at least it was like faster and then you could remediate it. So I'm curious what your healing journey, like, so you found out that there was mold. What was the next step for healing for you? So um, mine was a little bit unconventional in the sense of I didn't go straight into, so I had been doing protocols for six years, like the right. whole time I was six, like, sick, I went to nat- like naturopath after naturopath. And once again, not, not all holistic or naturopaths are also, you know, understand mold. This is something that yeah. right now I would say even on Instagram is coming out a lot more in social media. 100%. When I was sick, like this was two, three years ago. Um, this was not talked about, like, at least I couldn't find it. Like I felt alone. I couldn't find any groups. Like um, maybe they were out there, but it wasn't as out there as, you know, now that I'm seeing that, like, you know, you have so many pages and so many people coming out with their stories. Mm-hmm. I remember only knowing two girls talking about these weird mystery symptoms. And I kept like messaging them, like, can you guys tell me more about it? Right. And, um, But so I had been doing protocols like for leaky gut for this, like, I did so many protocols. Some made it so much worse. I did, you know, parasite cleanses. I, yep. 
I went on an anti-inflammatory diet. I, I went on one diet where I did for six months. All I ate was steamed vegetables and fish. So I still can't look at salmon without, <laughs> yeah, without gagging, <laughs> without gagging. But um, but that made it you know worse because I, uh, you know, I didn't know what was going on, but I basically depleted my system. Then yeah, maybe it took off some of the inflammation, but you know, I also, I was so weak at that point, and I just took out a whole bunch of foods that I probably shouldn't have. Right. Um, but you know, you're you're fighting for your life, so you're doing everything possible. So at that point, I had already been on every protocol you can possibly think of. Um, so when we got out of the house, we moved into the RV, which if I show photos and videos, people always say, I feel so bad for you. And that's so insane. You know, we lived in that RV for nine months while we were remediating. It took a while, but the first two months we moved in, in June, um, I live in Washington state. So it's like summer, you know, we have rain almost all the time. Okay. I moved into the RV and I was so drained and so tired, um, mentally, like I was just done that when we moved in, I stopped every protocol. I stopped doing anything I did. I stopped the saunas. I stopped everything. And I, for two months, I just worked on my mental state mm -hmm. and we camped and we spent all, all our time outdoors. Yeah. I did a lot of breathing. I did a lot of brain retraining and just calm down my nervous system because I was so mentally exhausted that thinking about remediation and the house and um, I mean, you also have to take into account when we moved out, I, I threw away 90% of our stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just lost baby blankets, you lost books, you lost, you know, photo books, uh, right. you, you know, if you, if you've been, if you've been down that road, you do lose a lot of things. And it was just really hard for me mentally to go through. And, you know, you just found out your house had mold and this probably affected your kids and, it's it's a lot it's a lot usually for most people so for me I just did two months of kind of calming down my nervous system being in nature which I always do recommend to people maybe not two months you know everyone's different but I don't think people necessarily take into account how much your mental state is so important in this whole thing because if yeah. you're in a constant fight or flight you cannot heal like mm -hmm. all the things that I did all the saunas all the all the vitamins they will not take if you're just in this constant fight or flight. So we did that. And then, you know, for the rest of the months, I started slowly doing sauna again. Um, I was working closely with a practitioner yep. and she put me on binders, you know, she put me on a lot of um, immunosupport vitamins. And I did a lot of um, just, as I said, brain retraining. I did a lot of dry brushing and red light therapy. And, you know, it, it, it was all a slow process. It wasn't all in one day. It was just a, I kind of put in together protocols with, you know, mental state. And it, it was just a, you know, live day by day. That's, that's what exactly. I had to do until, until yeah. I got to the point where I didn't feel like dying. Right. Right. Which I mean, like every day you're going to have good days and bad days too, right? Like there's going to be like, and you feel like you're turning the corner. Like when I talk about mold and especially like patients who have mold, I really like, it's not that like, I want to say I hate mold. It's just because it's super pesky. Do you mold know what I mean? Like once you're infected with it and you have high loads of it, it's a pain in the butt to deal with. Like, and it takes time, right? Like, like you said, there's layers of it. So like getting that nervous system down and doing that emotional regulation, is like number one, like that was the biggest thing for me is because I was chronically inflamed all the time. 
Yep. Right. So it was like, I had to learn how to like bring myself down. And then like, if you're always having those panic attacks and you're like reacting to literally everything in your environment, then you're always going to feel sick. You're always going to feel tired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was like finding that. Um, I'm curious, which mycotoxin test did you do? So we did the real times laboratories. Okay. Yep. Um, my mycophilonic acid, I remember was really high. Ocrotoxin was really high. But most of I, I had most of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just somewhere on the lower end. But um, but it definitely I, I remember when I got those results, it was just like a shock factor. I think everybody kind of has that where you, you know, like this thing is such a taboo subject where you're like, I don't even know, is this even real? And then like tests don't lie. You get back this test and the the bars are just like scaling and you're 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 like, wow, okay. I it's a I would say it's like a pivotal moment for people because it's a scary thing because you just got these like horrible results. But for me, like, I mean, I went from six years of no answers and like the mind game of living for six years of not knowing what's going on with you is, is pretty scary. I, yeah. you know, and I think most people with this illness go through that where it's really draining. You feel really alone. You're scared because once again, you think you have every illness under the sun. I mean, I don't know how you had it, but I thought I had every autoimmune and every cancer possible because, you know, you yeah. don't know what you have. Right. So I remember when I got the results, it was like, it was like a weight off the shoulders. And at the same time, this like, whoa, <laughs> moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I hear from most people. It's like, you think that you're going crazy. You do because it's not standard. Like you said, like it is more so, and I'm connecting with more people who are talking about mold, which is great. But I would say like, like you said, like six years ago, or for me, it was like eight, 10 years ago when it happened, I I didn't even put two and two together. Like mold yeah. was not on my radar for a good eight years. Yeah. And it was like, well, oh, oh, that's weird. Like let's, let's look at what mold is doing. And then that's very similar to what I had. And then I was like, wow. It's actually yeah. like mold. This isn't like just in my head because you do yeah. think it's in your head. And specifically, like I said, when I went to doctors, I would come back at like certain times and they'd be like, oh, you were here like last December, for instance, for like the same thing. And they're like, you're probably just stressed with exams. Like it's just the time of year that you're super stressed. And I was, I believe them. Cause I was like, well, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Like I'm studying. You do. Yeah. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's probably in my head. Like it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you, you do, you do start believing it. Like I, I think you get to a point where you're like, okay, this isn't it. But for a while there, like when they're telling you this, you're like, well, I mean, they're the doctors. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't have answers, so it must be in my head. Exactly. And I think like there's like, I'm glad that you got the objective measurement because that's where people struggle too, is like sometimes they'll do the testing and then the testing says it's not there too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is like yeah. the other layer. It's like, okay, now we move into like the bio scanning is the other kind of testing yeah. that I find is effective for like specifically parasites. I don't know how much you know about parasites. I think you're into parasites a lot. Right? I am a <laughs> Okay, cool. Yes. Let's hear it. I want to hear your viewpoint on parasites. Where are you with that? I love to hate them. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I once you once you go down, so it's like a big family, the mold, heavy metals, parasites. Yeah. It's like we're part of this big family that, you know, it's you it's a rabbit hole and once you go down it, you cannot come back. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I definitely, um, I went down the parasite route while I still didn't figure out my stuff about mold. And once again, I, mold was one of my major issues. 
but it feeds the parasites and that I had a, you know, parasite issue too. That's an understatement. Yeah. My kids have detox from parasites. Um, I detox from parasites. My, we are, we, my husband believes in that we're, yeah, we're, good. <laughs> we're that family that comes to the events. And when people are like, oh, my gut hurts and I have SIBO or I have IBS. I'm like, it's not IBS. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so right? we're, we're pretty proactive with that. Like I, I figured out the whole parasite thing a long time ago and we detox at least once to twice a year, but we're pretty active with that. And my, my daughter's gut issues just improved so much because of it. Like she had mm -hmm. such bad issues because of it. So, you know, I, I think right now, especially the amount of toxins we have, mm -hmm. parasite, parasite detoxes and cleanses are just, I mean, it, it it's you you need to do that it's just every other country does it except for ours from what I understand it's thank just, you, you do it <laughs> I have this like there's the people who believe and then the people who don't believe and I'm not even gonna lie like sometimes you get in your head and you're like because you can't physically see them you know yeah. what I mean so it's like yeah. you can sometimes physically see them but majority of the time they're microscopic they're in other places yeah. and then it's all like the timing game so it's like am I just making this up? Like, am I just coming to the conclusion? But it will show up, like I said, on bioscans. Yeah. And when you dig, in, when you go down the rabbit hole of like actual root cause medicine, right? And that's where kind of I feel like you're at too. It's like, I'm so tired of the medicine that's like, let's just, you have diabetes, so let's just get your sugar down. It's like, I get yeah. that. But at the same time, why is your sugar high? Yeah. Like, let's just talk about what, like blood pressure, for instance, again, why is it high? Like, why are we not looking at the root of why it's happening? You know, it's like yeah. the difference between like band-aiding and cure. If you can and I think that's, it. I think that's what people like when they hear, like, even with my account, when people see it, they're like, oh, like, you know, but you're supposed to use medicine if you're really sick. I never said you shouldn't like, no, hundred percent. if you have diabetes and you need insulin or like you should use it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like, Hey, well, let's disregard all Western medicine. But like you said, if I'm taking medicine for something, I am going to be asking the secondary question. Well, while I'm taking this medicine, or if I have to take this medicine, what is, what is happening inside my body that's causing this to happen? I mean, yeah. you, we, I personally have seen so many illnesses. I don't want to say reverse, but, um, even like with mold, because I work with a lot of mold clients, like mm -hmm. I worked with one lady, I remember she was saying she, she basically had dementia, like they actually right. already said that she did. But then when she got out of the house, when she started detoxing, she started getting her memory back, and she stopped mm -hmm. having those relapses. And once again, I'm not saying that you can cure everything with, you know, with, there's a lot of illnesses, I'm not trying to put a blanket thing yeah. on everything. But you definitely should be asking questions, especially nowadays, like kids are getting sick a lot more than they used to. I'm sorry. I know people yeah. don't like to admit that, but I did not have the same issues my kids do when I was their age. No. And I'm not going to wait until they get to my age and start having issues like I did to be like, okay, you need to start figuring it out. No, I'm going to start teaching them now. Like, look, you know, what's your, what's going on with you? What are mm -hmm. the things that we can do to get you better? But also, what are the things that we can do to prevent this to continue? You know, I am going to yeah. teach them about whole foods and I'm going to teach them about detox and I'm going to teach them about clean water and about red dyes. And mm -hmm. like my kids know it's like a joke, in our family, you know, when someone's eating the candy, not that they never do. I'm, you know, they do get a candy and they eat it, but like, but they know, and I'm yeah. happy that they know because 
you know, some people think it might be too much or it's crazy, but unless you've lived in the same situation, I think like for me that I have, I never want to see them there. And, you know, there's, there's genetics and then there's also the world and there's toxins and there's food and everything. And you want to see your kids thrive. I I don't want to see them struggle. Like I did. It was horrible for my parents to watch me. So yeah, I think once you go down this rabbit hole, like, yes, it can be overwhelming and, you know, you shouldn't get overwhelmed by it because you should take it a day at a time. You know, that's not the point of it, but it's definitely freeing in some ways, knowing that you can heal. Like hundred percent. Yeah. Your body is so powerful, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people with a lot of illnesses, I think that's the thing they lose. They lose hope that they can ever get better. Like who wants to be on medication all their life and who wants to feel sick all their life? Nobody. So exactly. it's a, it's a tool. It's a tool to keep you alive and thrive, not survive. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, the other thing that I noticed too, is like the realistic nature of like herbal medicine. You know what I mean? Like, I think because Western medicine, you you take a pill, you pretty much like get instant results. It happens really fast. Right. So then when people start a herbal medicine protocol or do naturopathic medicine, they expect the same outcome from from what you're giving them. And the realistic nature is it took your body this long to get sick. It's going to take a good chunk of time to get better, right? It's like the same with mold. Like you didn't just get mold out of your system and feel great overnight. It was like years of like, you know, getting it out of your system, doing the emotional stuff. And I think a lot of people, it's hard for them to stay on track when it comes to the healing protocol, because they maybe they don't necessarily see something or they expect faster results. And then that's where they get stuck. So that's just like, it's just a reminder that it takes longer than you think it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's more of a process. So you working with people, I'm curious, like what is your, what do you find the biggest benefit with? Like, do you use supplements? Do you use nutrition? What's your kind of protocol or healing modality? So for me, I think the biggest thing that I like really works for me, first of all, yes, I do try to do avoidance as much as possible. Because like you said, once, once you, you know, you get affected by this, um, I was at a conference last week. Um, and I was there for a couple of days. And it was just riddled in mold, you know, like I have pictures where I just took it like it's just everywhere. So I did have a day or two where I didn't feel great. And I came home and last week, you know, didn't feel amazing. But I don't panic in those moments as much anymore. I just kind of tell myself, hey, like you were exposed. It is what it is. So I upped my binders. I try to do sauna more often than um, I definitely try to do like try to be more light, like give my body more grace on those days, because I think that's one thing that people really overlook is like you're not being lazy. You're not being right. Your body needs rest. It's it's affected. So, yeah, but for me, I think the biggest things that were you know, made an effect for me were the binders and the sauna. Like that's usually kind of my go-to whenever I get exposed again, or whenever I'm not feeling good, I just kind of try to sweat it out. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, like I love the sauna. Actually, I did an intense sauna protocol where I was pretty much in a sauna for 30 days straight. And yeah, it was crazy. I was actually having Herxheimer reactions, which I didn't know what Herxheimer reactions were at the time. So I was just getting really sick and really nauseated and I ended up pushing through it. Um, but I did feel great after that. So yeah. it's like, it, if you can, like if you have access to a sauna, I'm all for the sauna. I love binders too. Um, I don't know which binder you use. I'm a huge fan of like the Cellcore binders. 
Yeah. Have you tried them? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soundcore is amazing. I just wish it was more affordable. That's the part that kills me. Yes. I, w- I wish it was more affordable and definitely it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. You wish it was a little bit cheaper for people. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, it works fantastic. And honestly, I don't know about you, but I haven't found anything else on the market that's at that level. No, not at that level. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, it's the same thing. As I said, I can't, I'm, I'm not a practitioner, so I can't prescribe it to people. That's another thing I wish it was, I get why they do it like right. that. I just, I wish I can, you know, recommend it to more people, but uh, it definitely was for me, it's the thing that moved the needle, you know, it, yeah. there it, it's, I took binders before that, you know, you have the activated charcoal, you have so many other things, but like the biotoxin binder really just <laughs> does it right. <laughs> move the needle. Feel it. Yeah. You yeah. feel it immediately. Like I like actually enjoyed taking it. And it's funny because I spent so much money on other binders. Like I tried, I don't know if you stumbled upon BioRay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did BioRay, didn't see too much from it. Um, and then I ended up doing some like activated charcoal. I was just mixing through the binders. I was trying, you know, like yeah. different probiotics. And then I found that sweet spot, but I do find that like Cellcore, and even when I did Cellcore, because I did the comprehensive protocol, which is the first, the whole protocol. Is that what you did too? Um, I, uh, as I said, I worked with a practitioner. I basically did that protocol, but then okay. she added some other vitamins to kind of help support my immune system at that point. But it, it was basically it. the same thing. Yeah. So I was doing that protocol and I did the energy drainage, which is like the phase one. And I didn't notice anything crazy. So it was like, I, I did it and I was like, wow, like, I'm like, I just spent all this money and I'm like, not noticing anything crazy, but I'm like, the science is there. These practitioners who formulated this line is amazing. I'm like, the testimonials are awesome. I'm just going to keep going. And yeah. I did the second phase and then I was like, wow, I'm starting to feel really, really, really good. And I'm like, I started the third one and it like just kept getting better. And there was like days when it wasn't good and like days when it was good. But it's like, again, coming back to like, sometimes you just don't notice what you're doing. Yeah. until you do it right yeah and it takes a second sometimes like some people will feel it right away um you know they especially if you're really sensitive it's it's even difficult to do but right. as you said it's herbal it's not a pill so, so it takes a second like you're not gonna I didn't feel it right away either like it didn't I didn't take it the first month and I was like oh I'm healed right <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. I mean, I'm I'm two years into it and I'm still, you know, I still take them and I still work on my health because it does, regardless it, whether it's heavy metals, mold, parasites, and Lyme, it damages your body. It still does affect yeah. you. So it's not like you can take something for three weeks and be like, okay, I'm done. It's, you know, it's a process. It's a, it's definitely a process, but you know, at least we have these things in our hands now that we can use. So Exactly. I'm always thankful for that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, I'm glad that you, you know, like found the way and I'm glad that you're in this place where like you look vibrant, you look good. And I can assume like that's, I mean, I know that's the other thing too. You don't always look sick when you have mold. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't always look yeah. sick when you have parasites. <laughs> it's like, I'm not dying in a bed, so you must be fine. And even yeah. though you feel like crap, but you know, like it looks like you've come further. Yeah, come back from, from to life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is great. And yeah. So if people want to work with you, what are you doing right now? Are you doing health coaching? So I, we, I'm kind of, um, I, we do the mold hound inspections. So we okay. have our dog, um, that we inspect people's homes with. Um, so we're, you know, keeping busy with that and trying to help as many people as we can with that. But yes. I'm also doing not health coaching, but more like life coaching for people to, mm-hmm kind of find their way after illness to, you know, use their story and get it out there. And that's the thing that I see a lot with people after pain, after illness, whether, you know, it's mold or anything else is they can't really 
figure out what to do next because for me like I didn't work for six seven years and I could not find a job to save my life even a part-time one because I had all these limitations you know and I was even scared to so for me when I was able to start working for myself like you know making even some kind of income online that was kind of a goal of mine is first you know with the dog we we put a lot of time into it to train with him and you know to be able to help people that were in the exact same situation as us but then I also want wanted to help people find their way afterwards because you know it it does break you in many senses and it takes away so much from you so as as I tell people my story's not special there's so many other people that have the exact same thing that happens in different ways or um and they have such a voice and they can make such an impact like i i fully believe in a ripple effect i had two girls that you know they their stories were the reason that i even thought about mold you know they they were kind of the ones that put it out there and they didn't have a huge following nothing because that's the thing i hear about all the time is oh well you know you have a big following well i didn't before that's right you started from somewhere yeah i started from somewhere and everyone's life and everyone's story can make an impact so that's kind of what i try to do is you know i do the one-on-one coaching with the mold if people need help with that but i also try to help people find their voice and you know try to make some kind of income with that also where you can both help people use your story and you know make a life for yourself where you're not because as you know living with illness usually you go through a lot of money and you oh yeah it it really drains you financially also well, yeah. it's something that I you know I try to help people with too to try to you know find their ways of making income where they can still be at home and still do their their protocols and work for themselves so they don't have to mm-hmm. be in moldy buildings and all that so you're doing, like you're doing literally God's work <laughs> honestly I I remember a day it you know, you have some moments that are imprinted in your brain and I think they'll forever stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm going to cry every time That's I think okay. about this. Sorry. I was going to say, you're choking me up. <laughs> so I remember I was sitting in my room and all our bags in our house were packed. And this is before the dog came, but we were already planning just to move out, just to get me out of the house, just to, you know, because I was doing so bad, just to try something. Mm-hmm. But I had a really bad episode where... I had really bad um, head pressure, like horrible head pressure. Like I felt like my head would blow. It was just, it was one of my worst symptoms. And, you know, I had dizziness on top of it and my body was so weak and I have two little kids running around and I remember the door being closed and I remember my son knocking at the door and he's like, you know, mama, come play with me. And, and I'm sick and my husband's sitting there on the floor, you know, and I'm sitting on the floor and I'm bawling my eyes out. And he's like, is mama sick again? And I just broke down and like, I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand why God gave this to me, why I'm sick, what, what is happening to me? Like it's, it, it broke me in such a way hearing my child say that, you know, and thinking, Hey, there's a chance he's going to lose me too on top of it. And I remember saying to my husband at that moment, I really hope that this is for not for any, like nothing. I hope that one day God willing, I will get out of this and I can help people. And that has stayed with me for so long because like, yes, it's, it's great. You know, it's, it's great to have people messaging you. It's great to have a f- following and all of that, but like, I really don't care about it. No, <laughs> like, I, hear you. It, I, I, I think that when you've been through this, like when you get messages of people saying, I realized I have it because of you, or, you know, I, I realized that my child's symptoms aren't normal. Like, it's not because you're like, Oh, I'm so awesome. You're just like, I was there 
yeah two years ago and because somebody else put it up that's how I got out so it's you know it's the hope right now we have this great platform social media where you know it can be toxic at times but it can also be really helpful and you can really help people through it so yeah you know my ripple effect can cause someone else's and that's what I fully believe in God yeah. uses your pain for purpose. <laughs> oh, 100%, girl, 100%. <laughs> I like to believe that too. <laughs> yeah. um, so, okay, so if people want to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? So you can DM me on my page. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes the DMs do get a little bit lost. I don't not love the Instagram's DMs. They just kind of go in random places. Right. <laughs> I apologize if anyone's written me and I don't write you because <laughs> I don't see all of them. Yeah. Um, but I have a email on there on my, I have two websites. I have the non-toxic living and I have the mold hound. So if you want inspections, um, I have a moldhound.com where you can fill out the inspection form. And then if you, you know, want to work with me like one-on-one for pain to purpose or non-toxic living or coaching, I have it on there and I'll, I'm kind of re redoing my websites to make it a little bit easier. Well, we're all just kind of have it all in one place. Yeah. So it'll be easier soon. (laughs) Perfect. Awesome. So I will have everything that you guys need in the show notes. And then if you have any questions for any reason, you can't find anything, you guys can always message me too. Um, Victoria, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge. And I'm like, thank you for doing what you do because you're helping a lot of people and it's important. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on for all yeah. the work you're doing. I, I have a special love for all people helping people with mold illness and, and Lyme and parasites just because yeah. if it wasn't for my naturopath. I don't know where I'd be. So, Amen. So well, thank I, I you. And that wraps up another episode of the Parasite Doc podcast. Thank you so much for being here. The show wouldn't be possible, obviously, without you guys. We love to hear your feedback. What did you think of the show? What did you think of the topics that we touched on? And we're always open to feedback on things that we could improve on or topics or people that you'd like us to interview. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next time on the Parasite Doc podcast.